So every Thursday I've got this uh, great lineup. I bring on Judge Napolitano, 745 every Thursday morning, and Bill O'Reilly, 845. And I miss these guys a lot during my Christmas, New Year's vacation. So I haven't spoken to them in quite some time. So yesterday I took the day off to shoot this movie. I'm back again shooting the same movie scene, two coming up later on today in Bloorvelt, New York, straight from the studios. I slept two hours last night. But I uh, called Delic. I said, let's get Judge Napolitano and O'Reilly on Friday. And, of course, both guys agreed. So the judge, who's been out there now for the better part of, I think, eight months, and he's great, usually calls from some guyish <laughs> place in New Jersey. I don't know. <laughs> but in comes this really well-dressed, handsome, made-for-TV judge. It was on Newsmax, by the way, with a red tie and a beautiful jacket. And here he is. Right in front of me, my dear friend, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Happy New Year, buddy. Oh, Happy New Year to you, my dear friend. <clears throat> you know, I love working with you, and we work together so much. When is the last time we were in the same room together? I got to tell you. It's the, the Bernie the, McGurk days. It's a long no, time ago. before Bernie. It's the early Imus days. Yes, yes, yes. Sometime right. between 2000 and 2005. Correct. Correct. Was the last time. Uh, yeah, Justin asked me when is the last time we were in the same room, and yeah. I was trying to figure it out. Well, your, there was one other night, but we're going to keep that off the air, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> so this idea of the judge is a good guy, okay? People come to visit me in the studio, and this is something that Jews and Italians do, by the way. Take note, Diego. Jews and Italians never come empty-handed. doesn't matter. They come to your house, <laughs> your studio. So the judge walks in with a, with a gift of sorts. Not just a gift, but a gift that he made by himself. What exactly is this? This is homemade maple syrup from oh. my farm in northwest New Jersey. We tap 350 sugar maple trees. We boil the sap down. Pure, organic, absolutely natural, nothing added, makes the best syrup you ever had. has a wonderful, smoky aftertaste. And you actually make it yourself? No. You I don't, don't get dirty fingernails, but we <laughs> yeah. do make it on my farm. On your farm. Yes. And just so you know, uh, we have protein waffles oh. in my house all the time, me and Danielle. You Somebody and, Dan- you and Danielle are going to love we're this. We're going to love this. Yes. Now, when you yes. say Northwestern New Jersey, I was at the uh, Crystal Springs Resort. Oh, I heard your ad for Crystal Springs yeah. a little while ago. I was ago. there last week. It's right by Sparta, those places. Is I that live, where you are? I live 10 minutes from there. It's no kidding. absolutely beautiful territory. You drove 75 miles. I did. 10 minutes from my farm, you didn't say hello. I had no idea. Right. That's where I live. We could have met at Latour, which is a great restaurant. Oh, Latour. Isn't that great? Latour, which has 60,000 bottles of wine in their wine cellar. It's the greatest collection on the East Coast of the United States. Look at you. It's also a five-star restaurant. Yes. takes two months to get in there. But if the king of the Jews wants to go, they'll let you in. It also takes two months to finish into there. You <laughs> yes. see, you know, they, I mean, they got 19 meals. They bring you, you know, the intermezzo. Well, they have, they have one sitting at 7 o'clock. You get out at 1120. That's us. Right. We got the seven-course meal, but it was magnificent. We've done it twice. Yes. So it's good to see you. There's a lot going on, obviously, with the new year. Yes. And something tells me at Newsmax you'll be talking about our mutual friend Donald Trump I today. will, because as we speak... Mr. Rosenberg, literally an hour from now at 9.30 in the morning in Washington, D.C., nine people will sit around a uh, a conference table without their black robes on and decide, are we going to take this case from Colorado? That's today. That's today. The Supreme Court has its first conference of the year, and number one on their agenda 
is the case in no, Colorado. No, this is a comp, and so there'll be no decision made today. The decision will be to take it or not to take it. Got if it. they don't take it, they have effectively affirmed it, and they've unleashed the demons all over the country to allow other state Supreme Courts to set their own standards as to what the 14th Amendment means. So is there any way John Roberts allows that to happen? No. They will take it, and they will announce in a one-liner on Monday morning Case accepted, briefs due on such and such a date, oral argument tentative on such and such a date. So the briefs will be due probably in three or four weeks, oral argument in two or three weeks after that. They have to rule quickly because ballots will soon be uh, printed. Explain this to me. Jack Smith was dying, Judge, to pin, uh, what is it called, uh, the word they use that's wrong, if the definition doesn't make any sense about January 6th, insurrection. Right. He was dying to pin insurrection on Trump. He couldn't do it because by every definition of the word, that was not an insurrection. Now, on any given night during the summer of 2020 in Minneapolis when they burned down police precincts, that was an insurrection. What happened January 6th was gross. It was a bad day for America. I agree with that. It was not an insurrection. I... Yet the lady in Maine comes out and says he's off the ballot because of the insurrection. And the same thing with the judge with the Supreme Court of uh, Colorado right. made the same but it wasn't uh, determination. Ins- but it wasn't an insurrection. Okay, that's because there are no standards set down by the Congress or the courts as to what insurrection means under the 14th Amendment. So it is John Roberts, the Chief Justice, it's his job to herd cats and get all nine of them to agree on what the standards are. And the Supreme Court's, state Supreme Courts can do what they want, but they're going to have to follow this standard. Got it. Without getting too complicated, there are portions of the Constitution that are very plain and clear. The First Amendment. Congress shall make no law abridging the freedom of speech. I can stand on that street corner and say whatever the hell I want. That's very clear. But what is aiding and abetting an insurrection? Who is an officer of the United States? Who decides what due process is required? Nobody wrote it down. Six to three, your final score, like a Yankee Blue Jay game. Oh, six to three. Warming my heart. Yes. <laughs> well, 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 the one, I tell you, we talk about Donald Trump all the time and all the great things that Donald Trump did, right, with the economy here, with those, those world peace. Certainly weren't staring at three, three wars, which now we're looking at between Russia, Ukraine, Israel, and the very real potential of China, Taiwan, but also the job he did with the Supreme Court, with Gorsuch, uh, Kavanaugh, and, of course, Amy Coney Barrett, pretty much ensuring, I, mean, I would at least, I'd like to think ensuring he's not going to lose in Colorado and Maine. If, if the Supreme Court rules on it, it's going to be in his favor. He's not going to lose because he appointed them. He is going to win because they will do the right thing. And the right you thing, don't think one of these liberal judges will uh, will be okay with what they decided in Colorado? I, and I think one of them might actually no, not one of them. Look, the liberals don't like him as president, but they have a legacy, and their legacy has to be to the Constitution. If they do something that is overtly political, they will undermine their own credibility. They all know that. That's why I am expecting a purist, neutral down-the-line interpretation of what uh, Article 3 of the 14th Amendment means. Look, it was written to keep Confederate soldiers from becoming officials of the federal government after the Civil War. Nobody thought it would still be around 150 (laughs) years later, but it is. Well, my wife, Danielle, who's uh, not just gorgeous, but is a great attorney, she says uh, they have to take it. They cannot leave it to the states. It's not a. They must leave it to the states. It's not a federal question. She goes, how are they going to find references to what the standard shall be set at other than the Constitution, what section? What other section? 
the there is no other section that uh, that is relevant here. They're, other than 14, that's uh, it. Correct. It's Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. They can look at the history. They can look at what was intended by that section, but they're mainly going to look at the at the meaning, the plain meaning of the words. Right. By the way, i got to tell you, yeah. you look a hell of a lot younger in person really? than in those pictures. And what's funny about, thank you for saying that, But and I've only slept for two hours, I swear to you. Now, if you hadn't told me, I wouldn't have known. You wouldn't that. have known, because no. I've got this incredible energy, and I'm just crazy. When I walked in, and, and uh, uh, Justin had me in the other room, I said to him, who's doing the dance? He goes, that's it. <laughs> oh, I said, you saw that? Yes. Oh, my God. I said, that. that is a man. Oh, that's hilarious. That is a man yeah. in full. That it is, is a gift from God to love your work. And Sid Rosenberg, the king of the Jews, <laughs> yeah. loves his work. <laughs> I do. And I love my work because of times like this, when a guy like you was sitting in Because i got to tell you, Takapita says the same thing. I learn a lot from you. You, Bill O'Reilly, some of my guests I just have fun with. You guys I have fun, but I learn stuff. You're very kind to say that. A word about about Takapina. Yeah. The fiercest cross-examiner you have ever seen. And yet he cried last week because he was one of many, like Marjorie Taylor Greene and others, whose house got swatted. Oh, I didn't know that happened to him. Yeah, eight cops showed up at his house and put a red laser right between his eyes. He said, Sid, I have never been scared in my life. He said, I almost made my pants. Isn't that terrible? I'm sorry. How does that happen, by the way? How does this, they just show up because somebody makes a phone call and threaten to kill you? I've had the state police show up at my house at 2 in the morning. Judge, you okay? Yeah, what are you doing here? we got a 911 call. I said, it's just the dog and me. The dog doesn't dial the phone, and I'm asleep. Sorry, we got the call. We have to show up. That, those things happen. It's nothing, terrifying. Nothing you can do about There's that. Nothing right? you can do about it. And, and when they show up, they show up. Yeah. There are many of them, and their guns are drawn. They don't know what to expect. I hate the old, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, I've been hearing that a lot about these pro-Palestinian protests, because that's the First Amendment, and you and, and uh, Frank Marano love that about this country. And there's nothing I can do about it, so I've got to live with these scumbags walking down do the street. And you do it for a living. What's you that? can attack them verbally, but mm. not physically. No? No. Can Alec attack him physically? No, no, no. 